Hello, and welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and on today's episode, we are going over Season 5, Episode 18, called Hazardous to Your Health. It premiered on January 18th, 1995, and I have my best friend Kat with me to review this episode for you, so let's get into it. The episode starts, Dylan's packing his bags, he's got a picture of Erica with him in his, that he's putting in his passport because he's going somewhere. And Can we acknowledge like his, his bag? Like he just en- enlisted in like the Marines? Oh, because it was like an army, it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not your typical like. Like why, why don't you have a suitcase? Yeah. And it's also, it's an overnight bag he has. Like, you're not, you're going to, you're going. Right, like, I know you lost your $8 million, but, like, you didn't have, like, a suitcase left over. Right. But it's, like, how much stuff are you bringing with you? Because you're not going for one night. What You have an overnight bag. Right. So, yeah. Probably just threw everything in there. He didn't even fold it. Probably not. No. Guys are, let like, like. Gross. Yeah. So... Before he's about to head out, there's someone at the door, and it is Valerie. So they're, like, not hooking up anymore, though. They already had this conversation that they're not, but she's just like, hey, I got, like, scones or whatever. Like, she's like, yeah, over for breakfast. I guess she's bored because she's on break. She's, like, wants someone to hang out with. Um, but he says he's... And most people are easily, like, manipulated by a scone. I don't like scones that much. If if you brought me bagels, I'd be more into that. Can you get a good bagel in California? Okay, maybe a muffin. Okay. Like a a blueberry muffin I'll take. Okay. And coffee. I would prefer coffee, of course. Yeah. Um... But it's funny. So he's like, I gotta go. And she's like, great, where are we going? <laughs> and then he's like, you can't come. And then she's like, please, I'm on break. Like, why can't I come? Like, I want to Like, she's so fun. And then he makes a dig about, like, how many guys did you go, like, make this little morning routine for? And she's like, okay, goodbye, Dylan. And, like, leaves. Yeah, I'll remember that. Who else is she? That's what I'm wondering. Like, who? Steve? Ray? Ray's not in the picture yet. Oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it would just be Steve. She never met David, or maybe met him and was like, hello. Yeah. Steve, raised with Donna, and she, she lives with Brandon. So she wasn't, like, bringing him breakfast in his room. I so, guess it would just be, like, the random guys that never made it to air that she would, like, meet at the pool hall. But she was only at the pool hall with Dylan. She only went there specifically to, like, see him? Yes. That wasn't, like, a hangout spot of hers? No, she went to seek him out. She knew he was going to be there. So she only went to see Dylan. Oh. Like, she was there once waiting for him at the bar, and he never showed up, so she just, like, left. Like, she doesn't talk to anybody. (laughs) And the second time, he showed up. 
Yes. And then they went home and had sex and he didn't know her name. And then the next time they had sex when he still didn't know her name, um, he asked her how she knew how she did some trick. I don't know what she did. He's like, where did you learn to do that while they're laying in bed in the aftermath? And she jokes. That's trick? Yeah. He's like, where did you? <laughs> he said, where did you learn to do that? I wonder what it was. And then she said, Val. She, she, she joined the circus. So she must have did oh, something. She, she did some sort of weird backward bend. <laughs> <laughs> and Dylan's like so skinny. She probably like lifted him in the air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's one porn I'd like to see. Right? Bill, Dylan and Valerie. Yeah, poor little Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie just like bending him in all different directions. <laughs> I mean, he was grinning like when he said that. He's like, Where did you learn to do that? And they were like sweating. Like, they definitely like, oh my the, God. The production had like the spritzer on them. It was like intense. It was funny. <laughs> Um, all right. So Dylan shows up in Prunta Brava, Mexico, which is near Guatemala. Um, mm -hmm. He's at the airport looking around. He sees a woman with one red uh, high heel mm -hmm. which running from him. And you can see he's like looking around like, where's Jonesy? He calls Jonesy, who is in a really shitty looking hotel room. Uh, and he's just like in a hostel. Yeah. He's not, yeah. he's not picking up the phone and he's just like laying in bed, like looking like shit. So Dylan has to take a cab, gets there and Jonesy is laying in bed and Dylan is pissed and he starts kicking the bed, like wake the fuck up. Um, we do see that other high heel on the bed. Mm -hmm. And he asks him if he saw a foxy lady with the other heel. So I don't really understand what happened with this woman. Um, why she was like at the airport running away. Like what did Jonesy do to her? And why did she leave her other high heel? Yeah, so she was hired to be the Val. So, so before we, you know, get to that part, she was hired by Jonesy to be a part of this plan to help Dylan get his money back from Kevin and Suzanne. But why did she leave in a hussy? Like, it just, I, I really would love to know the background of what happened with her. Because she was running at the airport with one shoe. She, she was very upset. She was very upset. Jonesy was wasted, drunk, hangover. But he had, like, a whole setup in the room. So he was, like, listening in on stuff. So he told, he told, he said to Dylan that he can prove that Kevin and Suzanne are in fact there. Because Dylan, I think, is just like, you're a mess, which he is. Yeah. So then we're at the Peach Pit. We see Andrea, Steve, and Brandon are talking about Hannah being sick, which she was sick in the last episode. And Brandon mentions that he heard that some hot young med student diagnosed her with pneumonia and joked about Andrea blushing. Um, they're talking about Peter. Peter, the guy she went to the laundromat, 
who gave her phone number, but she threw it away, but they ran into each other at the hospital. So they're kind of setting it up now. We will see more of Peter. Um, he wears like a pinky ring though. I don't like that. Peter does? Peter does. Oh. Last episode he was talking to Andrea and he had like a pinky ring. Oh, I don't think I even noticed that. I don't know what the point of a pinky ring is. Also, like rings on men, I'm not so into unless it's like I, I mean, feel like that's only like appropriate for like old Italian man. I was just gonna say a gangster. Yeah. Or like you know, like Johnny Camerari. You know, I think Sunny on General Hospital would wear a pinky ring. That makes sense. It's the mold because he yeah. is a mobster. Yeah. So we then see David and Claire are talking outside of the Peach Pit. So they're like, I guess, running the music for the Peach Pit. He wants hip hop. No surprise there. And she's not into it. She just wants like the grunge, it seems. I don't know. Then Brandon shows up. Um, what do you think of David and Claire? I hate them. They're not a good couple. They're a horrible couple. They don't have chemistry. They have zero chemistry. I agree. I don't think that they're a good couple at all. I think. No. I mean, obviously, I will always want David and Donna together. But I think David was, like, fine with some other people, and Claire was definitely... No, I liked him a lot with other people. Brandon shows up at the apartment, the beach apartment, where Kelly is meditating in her room. She's sitting on the floor meditating to the voices of Patrick Finley, her professor. Mm -hmm. Tells Brandon that Finley was denied tenure and he's appealing it. Now, he doesn't have tenure yet? Like, is he a new- Like, how long have you been working there? Right? Or yeah. like working general. Right. Like in the system. Well, specifically, yeah, through the university. Right? So it's like weird. Like he's not 20. Like it's just, you know what I mean? Like it's weird that he doesn't have tenure yet. I thought he would have, or maybe he switched paths and. Yeah. I don't know. The career path change. I don't know, but yeah, so he doesn't have tenure yet. And he has to appeal to the board. And Brandon is surprised that he doesn't have tenure because he knows how popular he is with the students. But he said he will talk to the dean about it, which Kelly is very happy about. They're really cute, I think. They are. I like Brandon and Kelly. No, I like them too. I've said this many times. I was mm -hmm. not a fan of Dylan and Kelly, but no. I think Brandon and Kelly are actually very cute. So back in Mexico, we see Dylan and Jonesy riding horses. This was very cute. Um, Dylan's got his like shirt open. <laughs> that was quite the scene. I know. They're riding horses and Jonesy's got binoculars. He shows Dylan when he's looking through the binoculars, he sees Kevin and he sees Suzanne. They are now go by Kitty and Carl Cavendish. And they had just recently gotten to Mexico from Brazil. So mm -hmm. the, we know that they initially were in Brazil. 
and now that they have, they're in Mexico. Apparently, so Dylan apparently had like $10 million, and I guess they've already used two of it? Because there's $8 million left. Or did he give them the two, did he end up giving them anything, like how he was going to invest in his, like as a business partner with him? He was, but Kevin had access to the bank that Dylan did. And that's yeah. why when Dylan first signed the thing with the bank, he, Kevin was able to transfer all the money to its different fund. Yeah. But I don't think he input $2 million. I mean, if you have $10 million, $2 million is quite, a lot. A, that's quite an investment. Wait, did Jim know that he did that? No, he cut Jim out at that point. So Jim's like, do what you want. I'm firing you. Jim's, Got it. Jim has a, he's so like, Jim's one client is gone. <laughs> yes. Jim says you always threaten to fire me. Well, you can't do it. I'm firing you. I quit. Yes. So he said, I am no longer your trustee. And then he found out about it because Jim got a fax. Dylan never signed the paperwork after the defunding that Jim was, he got a fax that I guess Dylan was taking a second equity out on his house. And he's like, why are you taking out a second mortgage on your house? Like it didn't make sense. To, so he figured it out what was going yeah. on. And like your house isn't paid off. I know. Wouldn't you, you think second mortgage? Right, that he even has one mortgage. Like you'd think that he would have just if you yeah. had a million dollars just paid off. Like why pay the interest fees? Right. And you've been living there like by yourself since you're like 14. <laughs> no. No one paid off the house for you? I know. Wouldn't that have been a nice present from daddy before he blew up? So basically, Kitty and Carl Cavendish um, are now in Mexico. And Jonesy thinks that they are drug smugglers, which is like, well, I did not remember that or expect that. So he thinks they oh, are yeah. drug smugglers. Right. Um, that's how they're making their income. And I guess they were doing that in Brazil. And now they want to open a business in Mexico, which thinks, wouldn't you go to Mexico first before Brazil, if you're right. going to be a drug smuggler? Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess, how they're, so at least, you know, I'm going to give them credit. At least they're going to try to make interest on the $10 million or $8 million that they stole from him. They weren't that's just going true. to live off of No, they weren't just going to live off that. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make it. Let's try to get some make some profit off of this and let's smuggle drugs because that is where the money's at. Yes. Um, so and that's like a good way to stay like under the radar of like law enforcement or anything like that is to right. smuggle drugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They wouldn't, you so, know, totally smart raise, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Totally wouldn't raise any flags. <laughs> um, None. Uh, <laughs> so basically Jonesy's had a wiretap on their phone already, but he said they have a secret account in the Cayman Islands that he needs, that's where the, the bulk of the money is. So he needs to get that account number in some capacity. And he said that that woman that was, she was part of the plan. Uh, she was supposed to just help them out. And he's like, where am I gonna get another foxy lady who could lie and tease that well? We need someone like her. 
next scene, ring, ring, ring. Dylan is calling. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. His lie and, and you know, tease and yeah. attractive. He's like Valerie. <laughs> yep. So he calls Valerie to help. And she's pissed at first because she's like, you were mean to me yesterday. <laughs> yeah. She was supposed to go to some benefit with the Walshes. That was like weird. They were like in tuxes. It was like, yeah, he was being honored for God knows what. And then she's like, my friend Ginger from Buffalo is in a bad way. I can't go. Yeah. So she agrees to help Dylan. And so, they know she's lying and they're pissed, but they don't care. No, they don't care. Yeah. So the next morning, Valerie arrives in Mexico and Jonesy and Dylan. Can we talk about what a doormat Val is though? With Dylan. Like he was really mean to her. Yeah. And he's like, come on, I'll pay for your trip to Mexico. And she's like, okay. Right. And then she's like, all right, Dylan, I'm yours. I think Valerie likes Dylan more than she's ever admitted, though. Yeah, no, she just wants, she just wants love. But, like, she doesn't even, like, she doesn't go about it. Make him work for it at all. Like, he was really mean to her. And it's like, now I need you to, like, come here and, like. She's like, I can't. I'm going to benefit right now. And he's yeah. Like, and he's just like, thanks a lot. Fine. Bye. Yeah. Right, and then he turns it around on her. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, fine, okay, I'm yours. I know. God, Dylan, be nicer to her. Right? Way to mind trick her. I know. Always playing games with Dylan McKay. So, Valerie arrives in Punta Brava. Uh -huh. Jonesy and Dylan are there to pick her up. Jonesy tells Dylan that he has to play the part of the chauffeur. Mm -hmm. And he said, does Val know that I'm supposed to be the boyfriend? And Dylan's like, test her out. So Jonesy runs up to her. He's like, Val. And she's like hugging him, pretending. So basically proving that she could play the part, that she's a good actress. Yeah. So the plan is, yeah. So, well, he doesn't say the plan. I'll get to the plan in a minute. Before we get there, Brandon goes to talk to the dean about Finley. And he says to him that the reason why he doesn't have complaints is that there have been complaints about, from parents about his conduct. And he can't get into it, but he tells him maybe he can work it out. So there's some questionable stuff about Patrick Finley teaching styles that may be kosher so yeah he's definitely like that guy from i had that cult like in albany that like that girl what, what show was she on like alex mack what was she on yes they did an hbo documentary on it yeah i feel like he heaven's gate no, Heaven's Gate. Nixum? Nix, 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 Nixium? Nixum? Nixium? Nixium. Nixium. What? Nixium. Nixium? No. Isn't that like for Harper? <laughs> right? Nix, it's like Nix, Nixum. Nixum. <laughs> What's the name of that thing? <laughs> Is that for Harper? Isn't it? Okay. N-X-I-V-M. Now, how would that be pronounced? Nexium? Ethraneer? 
Yes, that's the guy. There was a whole HBO. Yeah, Nexium. No, Nexium is for Hartford. Hold on. Nexium. It's Nexium. It's pronounced Nexium. Yes. Hold on. Did you, did you hear that? Yeah. Gonna do it again. Okay. Nexium. I Nexium. I put in the NXIVM pronunciation, and there's someone that does it. Here, we can do it in slow motion, also. Okay. Nexium. Nexium, and it says the to spell it N E K. Dot U H. I thought it was pronounced a different way because isn't Nexium like also like a heartburn or a acid reflux pill? I don't know, but I know that I was right. Say it. I want to hear you say it out loud. Yes. <laughs> you were right. Nexium. All right. Kind of like that. Yeah, so he is the Keith Rainier of. Well, maybe, allegedly. We haven't really seen anything yet. We've just seen a little bit of weird terminology. We haven't seen any. Yeah, but you could already tell, like, how aggressive and, like, forceful he is. Well, he's only done one speech. But we'll see something in this episode that kind of points it yeah. out. So, in Mexico, this is the plan. Okay. Valerie and Jonesy are going to pretend to be a rich couple. And the plan is to get close to Carl and Kitty. She's going to do some flirting with Carl, Kevin, and he's going to take care of Kitty, Suzanne. That way Carl and Valerie can get close. That way Val is going to hopefully lead him into getting that account number. in some yeah. So now they're no longer <laughs> staying at the hostel. They are staying at a very nice hotel resort, which is where... Um, I guess Kevin and Suzanne are saying. Yeah. They must have a suite there or something. I guess like they have a, um, not a timeshare, but you know, like those. They're staying at like a nice villa, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, at the resort. Well, they and, took out a year lease. Right. And Dylan just has to step back and do nothing because obviously they can't see Dylan. Right. So Valerie and Jonesy are having drinks at the resort where they see Carl and Kitty come in. Jonesy accidentally runs into Suzanne. I, I, I'm going to go back and forth the Suzanne, Carl, Kitty with the names. Yeah, because whatever, Suzanne, uh, yeah. Runs into Suzanne with a drink and spills it on her accidentally. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And walks away with her. Whereas Valerie was like, Jonesy, what did you just do? And then she's like, please sit with us, Kevin. So she's putting on the charm for him and you can kind of see he's like into what he's totally like yeah into it immediately yeah i mean she's really pretty so it's not weird but if she kind of flirts a little bit it's she could get what she wants from him right she really wanted jonesy comes back and they're talking to Kevin and Jonesy, obviously, because he's at the wiretap, knows his interests. So he's kind of talking about this stuff, trying to talk about pirates and pirate ships and yeah, invites them out to on his boat to go fishing the next day. So he's trying to form that connection and it's working. Um, Valerie touches her knee. Oh, yeah. And like Kevin, seduce him even more. He's like drooling. Yeah. Like, no, he went 
yeah, she touched her knee. He went from like six to 12 immediately. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He had to cross his legs because it yes. was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> um, he's like, you know, Sandy Frank, where's my binder? Um, yes. Yeah, so they, they definitely, you know, work that kind of connection to have the um, common ground to see, you know, to get close to them. Yeah. So then Dylan, roaming around Mexico, spots Erica with, I guess, like, she's got, like, handlers with her, like a driver and a nanny, it seems. Yeah. And he goes over in secret, and he's, like, hiding behind, like, a pillar or whatever, and he's like, Erica. She's like, Dylan, take me with you. Like, yeah. And he's like, nobody can know I'm here. And she's like, I hate it here. This is funny though. But she's like, here, take my favorite sea glass. What? Like, it was just a weird, he just wanted to see her, I guess. Yeah, I guess she was trying to give him something as like a promise you'll you'll come back to me this so that this is my favorite and you have to give this back to me. But it's like, she, she hates them. She's like, take me with you. But it's like, does she not, does she not like her mother? Doesn't seem it. But it seemed like she always did before her. Like it was never a... I mean, she might hate Kevin. Yeah, but you know, they thought, I think she thought she was gonna reconnect with this brother she never knew she had and I mean, she was but then they just she had a simple her. life and now she just yeah met Carl and picked up and left but Kevin and Suzanne were together long before like this was a long con yeah <clears throat> so like I think Kevin and Suzanne were a couple and then she brought him in when it was necessary for the plan. Yeah. She kind of got comfortable with Dylan and then, you know, it was, it was a long con. It was. She even worked at the Peach Pit for a while. She did. Yeah. She said, though, the it's actor... A, that's dedication right there. The actress said that when she got the script for the finale that they were, like, conning him, she was shocked. Oh, really? She said she did not think that was going to happen at all. She was convinced that, like, it was just this sweet... It was just going to be this happy family. She was yeah. really, really surprised. And she said she did not think that Luke knew either. But the producers were unsure if Luke... They're like, we must... Because they, they were planning it the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I guess they didn't tell her. Maybe on purpose, because to play it not so suspicious. Yeah. Because that first scene where you see like when that they were conning her, when Kevin, after the bank, when Kevin walks over to her car and she puts down the window, she's got this evil look on her face mm. you've never seen before. She's actually a really good actress, I think. Yeah, no, she was good on it. Um, but they said you they liked her a lot and then really hated her. So like she made you feel both things about her. Yeah. Whereas like, um, but they said, the producer said they think they told Luke, but she said she didn't think he knew. Oh. Cause she's like, I didn't know until that one day. So she's like, I feel like had Luke known, like it, some, it would have come up at some point, she thinks. Mm. But I don't know. 
I don't know. So Jonesy and Dylan then, so back at the hotel room, Jonesy and Dylan are arguing because I guess he told him he saw Erica and Jonesy was like, you're supposed to stay back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he jokes about like sleeping with Valerie. Yeah. And Dylan's like, no, she's staying here with me. And so they actually have a really cute moment here, I actually think. They do. Where she said, like, he's thanking her for helping, and she's, you know, I want to help you get your money back, even though Kevin makes my skin crawl, because <laughs> uh, she's definitely grossed out by Kevin. And then he's like, what can I do for you? And she's like, hold me. And then they kind of just, like, cuddle. I know. It's like I mean, She doesn't handle everything always the right way, but I feel like Val just wants love. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if she doesn't get it, she's like, okay, on to the next. But then it, she keeps going back because she just wants whatever guy she's with. Right. She sets her sights on just something. Just to love her. Right. Um, so outside of Patrick Finley's office, there's a huge line, but Kelly... Brandon's waiting on the line, pulls Brandon to the front of the line. So Brandon is going to go speak to him about reapproaching the faculty about getting his tenure. He's like, yeah. I think that there's a way that we could uh, reapproach this to directly speak to your critics, to which Finley completely switches a, you know, like a mm-hmm. switch and goes kind of like ape shit on Brandon. He's like, they've already poisoned you against me. Yeah. And comes out from outside of his desk with his wheelchair and like circles Brandon. (laughs) Yeah, and is like talking behind him and moving around him. It was an intense scene. Yeah. He was very scary. Where he plays a great like, villain almost because yeah i don't think there's ever been a scarier person on the show on the show i disagree there's one he's coming up soon he's involved with donna you said involved with donna he worked at the condor's nest the yeah no he's scary but and then he i feel like finley's like so scary in more of like a secret way. Right. Because he's smart. Right. Like, you. yes. He's smart. He is a he's psychology. Carbon monoxide. He yeah. is smart. So he, yeah, he basically kind of reams into Brandon. He thinks that because Brandon has spoken to the dean and the chancellor, that he's on their side and want mm-hmm. to kind of completely get rid of him even though the dean said to brandon we can see if we can work something right he wasn't even saying he was just saying like he yeah got complaints weird that he kind of just jumped on brandon right and basically kicked him out of the office he's like get out of here like and then he says like if you want to fight like i will bring this campus to its knees like he was a little crazy and it's like all he wanted to do was just speak to your critics like you know he really was just trying to help you he really was and it's just weird that he kind of just went on yeah so back in mexico jonesy val kevin and suzanne are 
back from their boating conversion or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Dylan is listening in on them. So they have a wire in Valerie's hat. Oh, did you also notice Jonesy said to Dylan before he left them in the hotel room alone, he said, when you're with her tonight, find a good spot to hide the mic. God. I was like, Jonesy? Kevin and Jonesy are kind of talking off on the side business. And Valerie and Suzanne are talking. And she mentions her daughter, Erica. And she's like, I have a daughter and she's amazing. Like, she really, like, loves her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, I didn't know that you and Carl had a baby, you know, a daughter. And she's like, oh, he's not the father. And then she says... It's, uh, his name is Jack, but he unfortunately passed away. And you saw, you know. A broken Dylan still is over that. Yeah. Dylan's listening in, and obviously that hurts him, because that's his dad. Um, They were getting so close right before he died. They were. They sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game. They did. Um, did you notice anything pop into the screen at this at this scene? I did the boom mic multiple times. It was oh my god, no! I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like it was kind of going in and out. Well, that's not good editing. No, so it was interesting. I was like boom mic. Boom. <laughs> um, so then Suzanne is going to go for a massage at the spa. Mm-hmm. Jonesy's got a friend there, so he's gonna go with her to make sure that she's getting the VIP treatment. Yes. Yeah. So that leaves Valerie and Kevin alone. So he they go back to I guess his villa. He's showing her around, and she kind of brings up the money conversation and the banking kind of thing. And he shows he's like, Oh, I can do the banking just right here from the you know luxury of my home with uh, a drink and a beautiful woman so he opens up his computer he's showing her what he can do with his banking um and at the same time we see kevin uh we see jonesy and dylan Mm -hmm. listening in listening in jonesy's on the computer and as he opens up the bank in cayman islands Jonesy is able to transfer that money into Dylan's bank account. He's got the money. He is like, we're good to go. Let's, as soon as Valerie gets back up and let's get out of here. And Dylan's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't leave Erica. And Jonesy is like, that wasn't part of the plan. He's like, I don't know how to kidnap a kid, (laughs) which is true because it is. Right. And meanwhile, it's like, you got your money back. Now you think you're going to like kidnap Erica and like, Get across the Mexican border with her? That's a whole other thing. She is a child. It would be, like, even if her mother is a a felon, she is her mother. Yeah. We're kidnapping her. So Jonesy's like, I I don't, yeah, like, he's like, this, there was no plan to kidnap a kid. It was no part of the plan, which it wasn't. He's like, I was hired to get your money back. I got your money back, basically. So they, he's like, I'm out of here. So he leaves. Jonesy leaves. Valerie comes back and she's like pissed at Dylan. She's like, how could you have let him leave? Like, I, you know, she's like, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do about getting Erica back. 
but he says, and she's like, you don't have a plan. He's like, I'll think of something, which is just, you know. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So then Brandon shows up back at the beach apartment and Kelly has been hired as a research assistant for Finley. Mm-hmm. She's not happy with Brandon. No. Why is she not happy with Brandon? What did Finley tell her? Why? Brandon told her what happened and she's blaming Brandon. Yeah. But why does she not believe her boyfriend? Why is she believing Brandon is being brainwashed by him? Brandon said to her beforehand, I will talk to the Dean. He was you sound like them. And then didn't she call him like a negator? She used, she's like, what is that, a Finley speak? Like she used a word on him. Yeah. She's like, or you're an extern. Or I don't need externs coming in. Yeah, some stupid term she used for him. But you know, what a great name for a cult, the new evolution. What a name. It is. It is a good name. The it is. came up with a really good name. Mm-hmm. Because the new evolution sounds like a cult. Completely. So it's like such a good, you know. Yeah. Like Nexium sounds like a cult. Or. Or treatment for heartburn and acid reflux. Yeah. <laughs> but there was on General Hospital, there was a cult storyline that was based off of definitely the Nexium story. Uh-huh. Like women were getting branded, like that he was drugging them, branding them, and then like when he drugged them, the the leader of the cult was going to have sex with them. The cult was called Dawn of Day. Wow. That's a good one too, right? That is a good one. Cause it's like you're thinking like all these cults start and it's like about a better I don't know, like, it's supposed to be, like, self-help type stuff, right? Yeah. Like, what is You're the- definitely supposed to be unhappy and but what looking is the- for more in your life. But what is the ultimate purpose of a cult? To get money? <laughs> like, what is the cult leader's plan? Yeah, money and power. Like, getting them to... Get- well, you're getting all this... World power. domination. You're getting these people to listen to you. But right. are you- you're getting them to donate money to, you know, your cause. Like, yeah. And then he's basically, I mean, he's spending some of it because he has to prove that he's making this empire, but yeah. he's pocketing most of it, I assume. Yeah. I mean, I feel like to be a cult leader though, you need to be very smart. You have to be very smart. I could, how would you be able to manipulate so many people? I could never be able to do it. No. Oh. Like, I think I'd just be like, I mean, if you want like, this is exhausting. <laughs> I know it's like, st- and also I don't like people. So I would be like, there would be too many people coming to you. And it's like, I don't, I don't, that's why yeah. I have two friends. Like I don't want <laughs> a lot of people around me. No, that would not be fun. No. Um, yeah. So she's pissed at Brandon. She's blaming him. She's on Finley's side. This is not going to go down a good path. No. So we're back in Mexico and Erica is taking a ballet class in the luxury of their home. Yeah. And Suzanne's criticizing her, which is like kind of a mother daughter thing. 
Yeah. She's like, you're not doing your plays right. Like, it was like, yeah. Where it's like, that's actually kind of a normal response. But there, you can see Erica's just completely miserable, and then Valerie shows up. Mm -hmm. She claims that she was beachcombing because they, the plan was that they were supposed to meet up with them for dinner, but they were never going to show for dinner because they were supposed to leave. But she shows up. um, She said she was combing for sea glass. And Suzanne's like, oh, Erica collects sea glass too. And Valerie kind of says, oh, well, let me show you one of my favorite pieces. So she gives her the piece that Dylan, that Erica gave to Dylan to kind of give her a clue. And then she winks at her, which is perfect that Valerie- Like help is on the way. Kind of, yes. Letting Mm -hmm. her know, like, we got you. so it it makes actually perfect sense though that Valerie of all people was involved in this because Suzanne knew everyone. Yeah. She knew Brenda, she knew Kelly. It had to be her. So it had to be Valerie because she's new, so she wouldn't have known her. So it was actually like perfect kind yep. of situation because they never met her. So they, I guess, Kevin and Suzanne are going to drive her. She says Jonesy's going to meet them. She makes up a, some story, and they're going to drive her back to the, her place or something to get changed. Because, yes, to get changed, yeah. And as she's in the car with them, Dylan sneaks into the house. And he's basically like, come here to Erica. Like, yeah. be quiet. And then, I guess, Suzanne... Phone rings. Yeah, Suzanne was calling the housekeeper to tell her, like, to tell Erica to take a shower. It was, like, something weird. And just then, I guess one of the guys that works the house was going to hit Dylan with something. So Erica's like, Dylan, watch out. And then, obviously, Suzanne and Kevin hear it, and they're like, Dylan? Yeah. And all of a sudden... They were like, miss, it was an intruder. Yes. So they're like turn around the car we're going back and then like Suzanne like <laughs> it's like turns around to Valerie who's like this in, tremendous gun pointing yeah. gun at her and she's like whoa and she's like like where's McKay or something and she's like I don't know any deal like it was like yeah. so when they get back to the house though that looks like she's been roughed up She's got like a black eye. It's like a red eye, yeah. And Suzanne says like, oh, because Dylan says like, who's the girl playing dumb? To which they're like, she has a very low threshold for pain. And she's like, I'm sorry, Dylan. Yeah. So what, what did they do to her? I know. Um, like it was, yeah, like she, her eyes a little like fucked up here. So it was like, they did yeah. her. Like Suzanne slapped her or something. I know, but like, yeah, it was very weird. Um, so then, since I guess Valerie told them what the plan was, because she has a low threshold for pain, they're like, where's Jonesy? And Dylan's like, he's right outside. And then mm-hmm. Kevin, like, backhands him in the face. Yeah. And then he's like, where is he? He's like, like I said, he's right outside. And then just then, Jonesy, like, does some, like, flip through... The glass through the glass. Through the glass. And then starts like guns blazing. 
first of all, like you were in the FBI. Okay, you're a horrible shot. You just shot off like 16 rounds. You didn't hit, hit a single person. All you hit were like vases. Yeah. I know. And then like Kevin is like running away and like Jonesy's like, I got him because he had the gun pointed at him and Dylan's like, he's mine. Yeah. And Kevin like whips out a sword. Yes. Like from a wall. <laughs> he's like trying to like Which he him. knew how to use because he has like a pirate fetish. Yeah, he thinks he's a pirate. So yeah. literally was like trying to like I don't know what, like, was he trying to kill him with the sword? I think so, yeah. I thought they just wanted his money. I didn't think they were, like, they took his money and left. Like, now they want to kill him? Like, it just seems, like, they were never, like, guns, like. No, it's like, we got your money and now we're good, we're gone. But, like, they were like, well, but you're not getting it back. But they knew, like, Kevin even said, like, I, like, I knew our paths would cross. Like, he knew he yeah. was looking for the money. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's trying to start a sword fight with him, but Dylan is swift with his moves and was able to get yes. out of it and got him to knock out. And then basically Suzanne was going for the gun, which like Valerie kind of like kicked away. Hmm. And she's like, I'll cut you in with the money. And she's like, sweetie, your horny husband lost that money a year, like an hour ago. Yeah. And then just then all of the uh, cops come in uh, Jonesy called the cops. Um, Kevin and Suzanne and like the handlers at the house are all getting arrested. Jonesy told them that they wanted to kidnap Eric Estrada. That was his plan. He's yeah. Like, which I'm like, wouldn't you just say like there's drug smugglers at, I mean, maybe in Mexico they're like, oh, they would have been like, eh. we're used to them. So yeah. He, come up with a plan and just they, a regular guy then they yeah. love Eric Estrada so he said uh they're trying to kidnap Eric Estrada so they came in got arrested and then Erica alone in her room Dylan comes in gives her a hug and that is where the episode ends final thoughts I mean there's definitely things that were like dumb you know then Erica's just like left there laying in bed. They take like her parents away and. Is she going back to Beverly Hills to live with Dylan? Like where is hey, she? Right, like just, just like that. I mean, that's, I know where she goes. Right. They make, a, they make a point of it, but it is weird. Like, did Dylan have a plan for that? No. Take his sister back, but where? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't... And how much did Jonesy get paid, do you think? Because they do keep talking about, he's like, for what I'm paying for you, you better, you know, be good. you better know what you're talking about or something so like that. $8 million. I think half a mil. I was going to say, do you think he's getting like 500 Because what did Valerie get? 250 I think on the next episode, it's revealed what they both got, actually. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'll bring you back for season six. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Fun facts and tidbits. Okay, so the only two songs I have are 
when Don and Ray watch his set, it is I Know the Game by Jamie Walters. And when Andre, Brandon, and Steve are at the Peach Pit, the song is Sherry by Frankie Valley and the Four Tops. I don't really have anything fun to talk about, um, so we'll just get right into the spotlight. So this episode's spotlight is on Jonesy. Um, he was played by an actor named Gerald Dwight Hauser, but he goes by the name Wings Hauser. Why? I don't know. I couldn't find out why he took on the nickname Wings. Um, but he has been in a shitload of stuff. I mean, his IMDb is packed with stuff. So he's been a serious longtime actor. Um, he's won some awards. He was born on December 12th, 1947, which makes him now 73. He is a Hollywood... Um, born and raised actor. Uh, most people don't come from uh, Hollywood, but he was from Hollywood. He has been married a few times, uh, four times actually. And one of those times, I believe his second wife, so he's got two kids from his first wife and his second wife. The second wife, he has a son named Cole Hauser. I know Cole. I actually, not personally, but I actually knew who Cole was. Um, I thought Jonesy looked like him, or he looked like Jonesy, so I Googled it, and I was like, oh, it's his son. So Cole's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, so I know him from School Ties, Days and Confused, uh, Good Will Hunting. He's one of the, the buddies in that. He was in The Breakup. He was in one of the Fast and the Furious movies. So he's been in a ton of stuff. Um, you probably... If you don't know his name, you would definitely recognize him. And also, fun fact about Cole, he's married to an actress named Cynthia Daniel, and she is a twin, and she and her sister were, I think they were in this show called Sweet Valley High, and they were also, I think, like, double mint commercials or something. They were kind of like a big deal. But, um, yeah, he's married to one of the twins there. But, anyways, that is um, kind of the story about... Um, Wings Hauser. So that is it for the fun facts and tidbits. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and on the next episode, we will be going over season five, episode 19, called Little Monsters. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.